All right, all right, House of Pride Radio. It is time for the Pride Top 20 Countdown year ending 2021. We had some fierce remixes going on, fierce club drops, uh, amazing singers. Every song on this chart is a was a hit and is an excellent production with excellent talent and remixers. Let's begin with number 20. He's on this countdown twice. We're talking about the one and only Jason Walker coming in at number 20, Where Love Lives. And you've been down. You've been set out of your course, boy, and pushed around. Flying high, but oh, you fell so low. When she walked out of that door and left.
Jason Walker featuring John C. and C. Carl coming in number 20, Where Love Lives Up. Number 19, folks, on the top 20 countdown for the year ending 2021 is a group from the UK, Young Producers. They're fierce. The name of this one, Free. Check it out. right that is the fierce groove who three coming in now at number 18 on the countdown love this group it's the combination of phoenix and chris willis the name of the tune is bring you Bringing you back, big hit last year at number 18. She's on the chart twice. That's Annie, Annie, 
Coming in right now at number 17 with Living For Today. Great EP package, folks. Check it out if you haven't discovered it yet. Here we are, number 17. Living for the day in at a strong number 17 by Ani. That's the Dirty Disco remix. All right, this next song is coming in at number 16. Love her, love her. She is a famous DJ producer. We're talking, speaking about Donna Montel and Georgie Porgy, who is on this chart a couple, just a couple of times, folks. This one's called Love Somebody. Number 16 on the Pride Top 20 Countdown.
Yes, girl, that is some serious Jack and House out of Chicago on the I Am House label. The legendary Georgie Porgy working it out with DJ Donna Montel. If you haven't found that one, check it out. There's a bunch of remixes. We got to keep this chart moving because we have a special guest, Christine W, joining us closer to the 9 o'clock slot. And we still have 15 big songs to count down on the Pride Top 20 year-end countdown for 2021. This next song is one of my personal favorites. It's just so creative and house, housey, and there's a special message. It's from uh, Talk Boy entitled, Oh My Heart. Thank you, Pepe Gomez and Taco. They have more music coming out in 2022, but let's recap their big hit from last year entitled Oh My Heart.
yes, yes, yes. Pepper and Taco, amazing stuff. Can't wait to hear new music. Moving on to number 14. Yes, you know who it is. It's the diva, the queen of dance club hits. All right, lady, I will. The one and only, the iconic Christine W. with Can't Take No More. That is a uh, fierce song coming out of Christine W's camp. Let's keep the countdown going now with number 13. This is a uh, Dirty Disco and Mac Consola con collaboration. They took a classic T-Dance hit, turned it into a 2021 smash, When You Touch Me, featuring Catherine Ellis and Freemasons. Check it out.
love, 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 love that combination. Dirty Disco Macinsola. When you touch me, folks, go check out all these songs. If you haven't found them yet on all digital platforms. Discover the extended play versions. All right, she's back at number 12. It's Ani, over and over. Yes, yes, Ani, we love her. She's probably one of the youngest artists on the Top 20 Pride Countdown year ending, and we hope to hear a lot more from her in 2022. All right, folks, we're almost in the top 10 now, stopping at number 11 for the year 2021. She recently passed an icon, if ever there was one, uh, royalty of R&B, the one and only Sarah Dash. We love her here at House of Pride Radio. She's been a guest many times. And... She left us with a gift, Cinnamon 2021, the Dirty Disco House of Pride um, production. Went to number one in all the major record pools. We're proud and honored to have her here at number 11, folks, with Cinnamon 2021. Check it out.
Yes, 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 Sour Dash, you rest in power. We love you here at House Party Radio. Folks, it is time for the top 10 on Pride Countdown, biggest hits of 2021. Coming in at number 10, the group is called Gata. Girls on the Avenue. Here is their big hit, All Right. You know, that's like the theme, that could really go as a theme for this beginning of this year because we need things to be all right. It's been crazy. Uh, that's a, a awesome production. That's a that's a, a Georgie Porgy production. They've collaborated, got a, some of my favorite gals over there on the East Coast uh, with All Right coming in number 10. This is Jeannie Tracy. You're listening to The Pride Show with DJ Tweeka Turner. Hey, Jeannie, we just love you here. And you've got the number nine song, another Dirty Disco production out of Houston, Texas. She took We Are Family. Hey, Carly. Carly's in the house with me. She has the 9 o'clock show. Turned it out. We Are Family 2021. Big hit everywhere. You go, girl. Here's Jeannie Tracy. We Are Family in at number nine. Thank you. 
All right, folks, we're moving fast. Coming in at number eight on the 2021 countdown is one of my favorite tunes on the chart. It's Are You Living by Brett Austin Hoss featuring Kalina Medolros. Work. I didn't pronounce that right, Carly. Yes, yes, love it, love it, love it. Number eight, Are You Living? All right, moving along, we have number seven. He's back for a second time here at number seven, All To You by Jason Walker.
All right, folks, these are the biggest hits of the biggest hits from 2021. That was Jason Walker. We got to move right now to the number six position. All right, we got the green room filling up with guests, too. Hey, everyone, do a shout out. Let me hear you. Can't hear you. Hello. <laughs> Coming in number six, we love her, Rosella. She was a guest on here last year. I feel it slipping away. I love and love and love and Rosella. She hopefully is coming out with some new stuff in 2022. All right, folks, these are the big ones, the top fives. And coming in at number five is a song entitled Fire. Yes, indeed. Shamanic featuring Andrea Love. Check it out. All right, you go, girl, that's fire. 
Coming in at number four, it's called We Are. Dan Slater and Zoe Baldwin. You guys know this one? Check it out. Alright, that is We Are. We're moving up to number... Jesus, where are we, Carly? I don't even know. Oh, no, we're number three. Oh, my God, three big ones for the 2021 biggest hits of the year last year with Georgie Porgy coming in at a strong number three. Make Me Love Ya. Check it out.
All right, all right, Georgie Porgy in at number three with Make Me Love You. Folks, we only have two songs remaining on the top 20. Coming in at number two, who is it? Oh, it's You Used to Love Me by uh, Ralphie Rosaro. You guys know him? Let's have a nice round of applause for Ralphie. Coming in at number two right here. It's the 2021 version of a classic. Check it out. Folks, we are back. Wow, we're doing the uh, edited versions of this short program, but you got to check out all these hits. They're all major um, on all the digital platforms. Right now, I am so honored to have live on the air, and I hope she's still with us, the legend, the iconic Christine W. Can you hear us? Yes, I'm here, honey. How are you? I'm good. How are you? Ooh, I'm good. I just left the studio. I'm over here, uh, stopped off at uh, Chris's place, and... Uh, I left Chris Cox's place. I'm at Chris Likens place doing the interview with you, and then um, I'm heading back over to my place. And uh, it's been quite a day. We've been working on a lot of new music and new shows, and uh, I'm just excited to be on your show because I love you. We love you too, and we have a full control room of fans. We're going to go around real fast and introduce ourselves. Well, I'm Tweaker. Okay, who's, oh, who else okay. is here? Tell, hey. tell Christina. I'm Carly Ozard, and I'm a huge fan of yours. And it's awesome to hear. Hello. Uh, you, Carly, use that mic. Just kidding. <laughs> you talk Everybody oh, go. Hello, Christine W. Yes, Hi, I'm a drag queen. Christina you? Ashton, I have done your songs over and over again, and I hope I did them justice. Oh, oh my gosh, I love you. Nice to, nice to chat with you. What a fun night this is, all of us being together. We've got three more folks. Who, who's else, who else is here? I'm Carly Ozard, and I'm a huge fan of yours, so thank you so much for being live today with us. Yay. Oh, hi, Carly. Awesome. Yay. Big kiss. Hi. I know. Hi, I'm Phonique, and this is like medicine for my soul. <laughs> yes. Oh, hi, Phonique. Hi, honey. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> one Hi. more. <laughs> Hi, I'm the last one here. My name's Moxie, and uh, we're here with some wonderful people. Going to have our show next and talk about a big fundraiser coming up. That's right, Moxie. But before oh, we do, we're going to get into Christina and give her a big round of applause because she has the number one song on the probably top 20 countdown year ending for 2021. Yeah. <laughs> Christine, can you give us quickly the backstory of No One? Is a is a song that's um, that was I started writing like you know I wrote it a long time ago but it's kind of morphed and it's changed and this new version kind of took on a whole new meaning during the pandemic and 
you know how with songs you don't pay that much attention to them until the story seems so relevant but it just was so powerful no one can tell me that when I'm missing you no one can tell me that it's not love you know us being separated from each other and it's uh you know even though it you you know you're we've got a global pandemic and everybody's supposed to be separated still you know it's just you have that you just want to be together and you no one can tell me you know what I mean it's just, that's the defiant no one can tell me that I don't love you and I can't be with you so it's just it's uh it took out a whole new meaning and I think that's why it really struck a nerve now even though I I started writing it a long time ago I finished it at a time where it it uh I think that the message was more powerful you know it mm-hmm. took on a whole another level so I'm really proud of that and um you know it was good medicine for everyone and that's what music is it's, it's powerful it's good medicine and um it you know it it gets us through a lot of uh difficult times also gets us through good times and it's just uh you know it's it's the conduit you know absolutely Uh, speaking Mm -hmm. of which what do you have in store for us fans in 2022 Ooh, i've been busy working on all kinds of stuff nonstop uh during this during this time so I've got a new album coming out, and one right after that as well. And uh, just great music. Um, I'd covered some songs that would surprise people, and I wrote some new songs. And uh, you know, these days you don't really give away your titles because sometimes that's a bit dangerous. But <laughs> it's uh, it's very. It's, it's what we've all been through, and it's things that I think that we've all felt together during this time. Mm-hmm. And I started it, interestingly enough, you know, three years ago. But, you know, during this time, we've, we've tw- I've changed things and did different versions of songs, which you'll see. You'll see an R&B version of a song, and then you'll see this banging dance floor remix of it, and during this time we you know i experimented with these songs and brought different versions to capture the different moods and the different vibes that i knew people were feeling so i don't know it's 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 pretty powerful it's 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 going to be some people will be pleasantly surprised and i think they're going to really enjoy it and that's what i live for awesome i heard through the grapevine that you're working with tony moran this year oh yes oh yes that's amazing yeah (laughs) can't wait yeah great song with a great message very relevant for uh what we've all been through and uh, hope for the future and all those things and um so yeah that's a good one and you know i've i've i wrote a song with chris cox and lee dagger that's really profound um oh there's so you know hans milan uh who is Work, you know, he's been um, doing music. He's a, a great musician, incredible, over in Holland. Uh, he did some work on the Great Gatsby uh, movie, mm-hmm. and he uh, he did a couple, two or three songs. Well, I think he did three songs on my album, and they're just they're, they're next level production. This is so, so exciting, folks. And, and where can folks go now to, if they want to learn more about you and your career? Uh, they can go to christinew.com or um, 
Christine W Music on Instagram and Christine W on Twitter and uh, all those things. And but you can, you know, if they want to listen to my music, they can just go on iTunes and Amazon and Spotify and yes, <laughs> Pandora. Su- support the the incredible uh, repertoire of of one of the most influential dance artists of all time, Christine W. Uh, oh, how many listen, how I, many number I, ones I, have you had now, Christine W? <laughs> 17, 17 number Can we one get hits. a round of yeah. applause for that? That's amazing. <laughs> and listen, I want to thank all of you for what you do and how you bring the joy to everyone with your show and your state, you. your station and uh, Pride, you know, House of Pride Radio. It means so much to have the music out there and to pump everybody up and Help them get through the journey because, boy, I'll tell you, mm-hmm. music makes a lot of what we're dealing with easier oh, yeah. and it brings mm-hmm. us together. So thank you all for what you do. You are welcome. And we're going to get through the journey right now even more by going out with No One, your huge hit from last year. We look forward to I 2022. Can't it. I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm so proud that that song is at the top of your list. That just makes my heart so happy. Thank you guys so much. You're welcome. Can we get one more round of applause for Christine W? We're going out now with No One. All right, honey, we love you. Take care. I love you, Tweeka. No one loves you more. <laughs> bye bye. Bye, baby. I could have more I'm looking to
Mutants at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! These things just took over me. It's your boy Sifo here, here to let you know that the 5th Annual Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival is March 1st through 7th, 2020 with special podcasts and comedy shows 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. all week. Get your tickets now on Eventbrite. Just search Mutiny Radio and get ready for 76 comics from all over the U.S. coming for 66 programs in 7 days all here at 2781 21st Street in the heart of the mission. Or if you can't be with us, listen live or podcast from anywhere in the world at www.mutinyradio.fm. Join us March 1st to 7th for these amazing events. What kind of a future? Claw Tigers, we fight for motorcyclists. We're not just motorcycle lawyers, we're part of the riding community. Claw Tigers watches over riders. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, we'll help you get your motorcycle repaired or replaced and assist you with your damaged gear too. We're by your side every step of the way. With the Law Tigers, you never ride. If you're injured in a motorcycle accident, call me. The Law Tigers are with us on the web at lawtigers.com. The Law Tigers, California's motorcycle lawyer. Victor Davis, here's Law Firm, LLP, 180 from Circle, Walking down the street and a man tries to catch Coming up, we have Faux Real, courtesy of House of Pride Radio. I'm Carly Ozard. We'll be with you very soon.
You are back with us. It is 9.07 p.m. and we are about to start the show. All right, this is Carly Ozar. This is my second show of Faux Real. Can I just say, so one of our guests tonight is Phonique, and in her book, she says how her like first solo show was called Faux Real. So I feel like I like stole something from you without knowing. So anyway, um, I need to hit that button if there's anybody that can help. Um, Thank you. And so we are just setting up in here. Um, we're going to have this uh, available live on mutiny.com uh, afterwards. And then we're going to have it on SoundCloud. So we want to make sure we have everything recording properly and ready to go. I am so nervous. I'm doing something I've never done before. So hold on to your butts. Um, here we go. Welcome to Faux Real, courtesy of House of Pride Radio. We are about sharing art, promoting local work, while creating a solid foundation of inclusive community artists. I'm Carly Ozard, and we are building a safe surfing space out here on the waves every Wednesday at 9 p.m. I should move, cause New York is getting muddy out. There's LA, but it's always kinda sunny out, and I don't wanna hurt no more. So I set my bar real low. I'm a-okay, I'm a-okay. You say it, but you just don't mean it. You're so insane, you're so insane. Shut up and just enjoy this feeling. Don't you love it, don't you love it? No, I ain't happy yet, but I'm way less sad. Don't you love it, don't you love it? No, I ain't happy yet, but I'm way are about playing the music of locals and interviewing talent, and today is no exception. Tonight we start with Christina Ashton and Moxie Penn, followed with more exciting guests. I wake up and I'm not so mad at Twitter now. Living sucks, but it's sucking just a little now, and I don't want to cry no more. So I set my bar real low. I'm a-okay, I'm a-okay You say it, but you just don't mean it You're so insane, you're so insane Shut up and just enjoy this feeling Don't you love it, don't you love it? No, I ain't happy yet But I'm way less sad Don't you love it, don't you love it? No, I ain't happy yet But I'm way less sad I may be wrong I may be wrong, it's stupid, but it's all I have. Don't you love it, don't you love it? No, I ain't happy yet, but I'm way less sad. Welcome to Faux Real. Well, I can't fall asleep and I'm losing my mind cause it's half past three and my brain's on fire. I've been counting sheep, but the sheep all died and I'm trying too hard, but I can't not try. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight we have San Francisco's newest Empress Era, Amaya, calling in and we'll hear from published author and drag artist, Phonique, and maybe we might hear from Heclina at the end of our hour, plugging her new solo show. On our breaks, we will feature the music of several local artists, and we are always eager to put your songs on our show. Reach out to me at Carly Ozard on Instagram with your MP3s. 
I may be wrong, I may be wrong. It's stupid, but it's all I have. Don't you love it? Don't you love it? No, I ain't happy yet. But I'm way less sad. I'm way less sad. I'm way less sad. And that was way less sad by AJR, but also Paul Simon gets credit too because AJR built the song around a horn sample from Simon and Garfunkel's 1975 hit, My Little Town. So I am sitting here super excited to introduce to all of you drag performer Christina Ashton and event producer Moxie Penn. Welcome. Hello. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for that warm welcome. Yes. Okay. Tell us about the event that's happening on Saturday. So, we'll start out with Moxie Penn reached out to me and said, could you please get a bit with me for spring? I'm happy to. And I think in five days, they pulled this together. <laughs> and we are hosting this show at Harvey's Restaurant at 18th and Castro on Saturday the 12th, March 12th, 9 p.m., and we have an amazing, amazing talent. I, I have to get this flyer. I, I can hint at, at one person that's on there. Um, I will be there with my original music. Yes, you will. <laughs> we have Olivia Hart, Kelly Rose, Carly as mentioned, Brett Wiley, Greg Starr, with our fabulous, fabulous DJ, Tweeka Turner, <laughs> she shakes the table. And even more guests are signing up as the week is going on. It's going to be an amazing show. We've already raised an amazing amount of money, and the show hasn't happened yet. Oh. So please turn out at Harvey's at 8 p.m. till 9 p.m. in the Castro at 18th Street. You don't want to miss the show. It doesn't get gayer than Harvey's. Uh, it's kind of special because Harvey's hasn't done shows for a long time, so it's kind of a breakout, uh, and uh, you'll get to meet the new manager, and it's a real fun place, and everybody's down. All the staff is really excited to have us there. Um, we're doing, we're raising funds for the Rainbow World Fund, and if you don't know what that is, it's an LGBTQ-focused uh, nonprofit group that helps all sorts of other LGBTQ uh, nonprofits around the world when disaster strikes. And for this Ukraine uh, fundraiser, uh, Rainbow World Fund is helping two different groups. One is called Fulcrum, and the other one is called Insight, and they're both located in Ukraine. They're both providing emergency services for um, the LGBTQ community, but they're not that limited. If Somebody really needs help. They're also helping. They're very generous, and um, but their focus is trying to help the Rainbow World Fund. And uh, I don't know if people have looked up, but in the Ukraine, if you're male and you're under the age of 18, you can't leave the country. So um, a lot of help is needed over there right now. And, uh, I don't know what else. 
say. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm a little. You're doing the best work and I'm happy to be part of it. And thank you so much for coming on and talking about it. And Christina, you're performing, right? I am. Okay. Thank God. Okay. Perfect. I, oh, you're going to be a good hostess. <laughs> you're going to be good at that. Absolutely. We, Is, we have some surprises. We have some little gifts we're going to give everybody who shows up or the first, I don't know, 1,500 people who showed up. Yes. <laughs> we have little gifts for you. Folks, it does not get gayer than Harvey's and the Castro <laughs> And we have on a Saturday uh, night. We have some fabulous raffle prizes that we're going to be selling raffle tickets for and giving away like... Uh, Christina, you got some really great raffle prizes for us. I have these passes that are part of the promotion and a car gift. I also have two passes for at the Old Vic Heaven Prize Raffle Boxing Day. Yeah. Other amazing <laughs> things also. I have a. Uh, we have a gift certificate to cozy a restaurant in the Castro. <gasps> I we love have, that place. Uh, we have Amazing. a shout out to Francesco, the owner there. I love that place. <laughs> we have a gift certificate to Cliffs uh, Variety. Oh, um, best hardware store. We've got a bunch of jewelry, brand new jewelry that will be raffled off. We've got don't show me that one and chocolates and oh, just a real wide variety and uh. Gary Virginia is going to be making us a really gorgeous fresh floral arrangement, which we will also raffle off at the end of the night. So, and you can have a buffalo salad <laughs> and support the Ukraine. <laughs> what more do you want? Right, we we have it all. We have uh, dining and beverages and uh, raffle prizes and entertainment and. My good friend Misconception's going to come up and do an original number for us. Yes, and Misconception. <laughs> and, I uh, love her. It should be a lot of fun. It's, it's, everybody's really excited. There's a lot of buzz going on. Well, your wedding was super fun, so if it's anything like that, it's going to be, like, <laughs> amazing, right? Yeah, see, we're calling in. there was a great Shan impersonator there. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there was. Yes, I've called upon Christina to help me out a few. Yeah, exactly. And, and me. And Carly. Carly's and me. like my go-to girls here. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Anytime. I am a sucker for a great event. I love an immersive event. I love, I mean, you're like, I'm sick and tired of the word immersive. I but <laughs> but, but um, I love a good immersive event. It's like, you know, when you've got a bunch of Burning Man people like, like Moxie and me. Have you been to Burning Man? Yeah, you seem like you... I was like, okay, who, Phonique has been to Burning Man. What camp were you in? Well, I, I would just, yeah. Love Potion Camp, amazing. If anybody listening out there is connected with Love Potion Camp, you have 2003 Burner, Phonique here. Burning Man adjacent. But still, you've been to the playa, so you know. Okay, and... Um, Okay, is there anything else? Let's just recap again. Ukraine Benefit, Rainbow World Fund, Harvey's and the Castro, Saturday night, 6 o'clock, starring Carly Ozar. I mean, <laughs> featuring <laughs> lots of talent from the neighbor neighborhood. And Harvey's is fab. The pictures on the wall are by Rank Photo, who's a, still, like, taking photos. We should invite him to take photos next to his photos. So, I don't think we've already not done that yet. Oh, okay. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'll Yeah. 
I would like to mention one other thing. The okay. Edge will be hosting Ferocious starting at 4. Ooh. And it's going to be a crossover event. Because oh. being your reigning queen of hearts with the Dougal Council. <gasps> Name drop. I would be remiss not to mention the Dougal Court will be doing Ferocious. And some of those people are going to be coming over and supporting us for the Ukraine benefit after. Let's so. herd gay cattle in the Castro and do it. Perfect. Yeah, and a, another person that's going to be at Ferocious, who's a real key helper of, for our event, is uh, Greg Starr. And he has <sighs> aspirations him. of being the next Grand Duke. Oh, good. That makes me happy. That brings me joy. Greg Starr hangs out in the Castro a lot, and he's just this amazing spirit. And I hope you both meet each other one day. He's wonderful. It really is. Yeah. And, and our little Brett... He's just so fabulous. He helps me out in the office all the time. Yeah. And he has a drag name book called Bretchen. <laughs> I like I like oh, Bretchen. I like Bretchen. <laughs> Hashtag Bretchen. And Brett's going to sing live. I'm here for it. Oh, yeah. I was supposed to help him with the songs. That did not happen. Um, oh, my gosh. Okay. So for those of you listening, this is about the Imperial Court and the Ducal Court, which are two uh, 501c3 nonprofits in San Francisco. Um, whose members are mostly drag queens and they compete for titles in both groups. So for those of you who are like, what are you talking about? These are events that um, a lot of us are linked in um, because we're either title holders or we've been like inducted by title holders and it's a big crisscross of communities and we all perform at each other's events and you should check out everything that has to do with the Imperial Court and the Ducal Council if you love drag queens and want to support charities. That's my uh, PSA for and, the night. <laughs> and then our then our other group that's helping out with this because I'm one of the uh, uh, Burners Without Borders San Francisco working group leads with Misconception and another gentleman by the name of CJ. And uh, this is also something we're doing, tying them in with as well. Fantastic. So it's literally an integrated pool of like burners, drag queens, and the people who love them. So yes. I'm here for it. I'm I'm queer for it. I'm and good. Carly, you fit into all of that. Yes, that's my brand, baby. That's me. I've been to Burning Man twice, um, and I want to return um, as a ranger so I can tell y'all what to do. Um, I would love to host the ra radio out there. That would be fun. Um, so, okay, we are um, very happy to have you in our show tonight, and thank you so much, and you're welcome to stick around. I want to get... Have you picked up your copy of Phonique, A Life in Drag yet? <laughs> I have. Oh my goodness. Okay. All right. So we have an interview coming up. I'm going to play a little song song here. And uh, yeah, uh, we'll be back in just a few. Thank you so much for letting us be here. Absolutely. Of course. Oh, you're so silly. Oh, 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 
Okay, this is Carly Ozard. We are back with Faux Real, Phonique for Real. So um, here's the deal. Um, for those of you literary folk, you can also, uh, you can pick it up on Google Play. You can order it on Amazon. Pick up a copy of Faux Queen, A Life in Drag. So we are here today to talk with an incredible artist, Monique Jenkinson, and her drag queen, alter ego, Phonique. Um, sorry, I lost my place. Okay, Phonique. So create, so you create performance at the intersection of cabaret and contemporary dance, touring nationally and internationally in wide-ranging contexts from nightclubs to theaters to museums. She made history as the first cis woman to win a major drag queen pageant, and her memoir, Faux Queen, A Life in Drag, is out now on Amble Press. So welcome. Thank you so much. Let's try this mic out. Go for it. Um, Hi. There we go. Keep Yay. talking. Hi. There she is. Thank you so much for having me, Carly. It's so fun to be here. Absolutely. And I... I I misplaced a comma, and that's why I messed that up. So that I'm sorry. That happens sometimes. <laughs> Commas are essential. You start to learn that, honey. Like, oh my god, uh, it was so embarrassing. I was reading it, and then I was like, "That's not grammatically," and my brain had an that's explosion. Okay. You know what you are? What? A, a comma chameleon. Uh, what do you mean? Tell me. <laughs> oh my god, do you not get that? Um, like comma comma oh my comma, gosh. Comma, comma, chameleon. that's funny yep i absolutely that that happened <laughs> that happened so let's jump into the book okay you're a ballet dancer from modesto and <laughs> yes. like me more or less yes <laughs> and like me you love gay men yes indeed and they obviously love you yes so you found acceptance in drag yes i did so can you tell us more about that Oh, well, um, yes, like you, I, you know, I, I, I feel like I, I learned that, you know, and this is, I'm going to use some archaic language. I'm going to say I learned I was a fag hag when yep. I was eight years old. And yep. I use the term lovingly, fully lovingly with all the embracing joy in my heart. Mm -hmm. um, but yes, definitely, you know, growing up, all of my friends were weirdos and queerdos mm -hmm. and artsy kids and of course that's you know all the gay kids and in a smaller place I so I grew up when I was a little kid I lived in Modesto little little kid I lived in Southern California then we moved to Modesto that was age eight to age 10 and that is when I fell in love with San Francisco we would come to San Francisco and I so I think that um that kind of just sunk in somewhere and implanted itself into my brain the gay people I saw in San Francisco and then we moved to suburban Colorado and then that you know you kind of um, when you're in a smaller place a smallish town you kind of all the weirdos and queerdos have to stick together um, yeah so that's definitely just the gay boys have always been my people and then of course when you're in you know any art form but especially ballet you know they're your besties exactly oh my gosh I can't even of course, they're all there, yeah, right? Of course. Right. So, um, according to your book, and this is this is Phonique's words, everybody. Okay. <laughs> according to your book, you conceived and birthed your drag persona in a warm pool of liberation and love surrounded by cheerleading drag doulas. Indeed. So, when I won Miss Golden Gate 2006. Hey. Or seven, I can't ever remember. I was unopposed. Um, 
I thought I was taking something away from the gay community at first, right? Like I thought like, oh, I am straight and therefore if I take this, that's wrong. And then drag queens enveloped me with their love and their dresses and their everything and taught me how to do drag. Sister Roma taught me how to do drag. Yeah, see? And they were like, there was never that that energy and that's right. what you found out you know i want to say the shack is that what a good way to we can call it the shack i mean you know i ab- yeah i address the the i don't you know do. if you want to address the terminology but we can call it the shack now right no, i i've you know some people in retrospect in retrospect call it t-shack no one ever called it t-shack so yeah um, i never heard shack. that we all always just called it the sh- we, we called it the shack yes yeah so at the shack i know that queens were really really welcoming yeah. and loving and you know, it's a fun story um, to say. It, yeah. It was um, uh, that it was very controversial, you know, and I think it was controversial in some circles, but I never really, I didn't witness the controversy part. I witnessed the love part. Same, same thing. <laughs> Yay. Same. I had the same thing happen. It was just yes. like, here, here's a dress. Here, this doesn't fit me anymore. Wear right. it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Here, borrow my wig. Honey. Yeah. Let Sister Roma w- lost all the weight, so I got some of her dresses, right? Fierce. Yeah. So drag me downs, <laughs> drag me downs. Oh my gosh, queer looms. <laughs> yes. Oh my gosh, or actually hair looms if they're wigs. Hair looms. Hair looms. But um, oh my god. So um, Evan James, who wrote your prologue, says he doesn't like drag as a competition, and says in a state of true play, you're not trying to prove yourself to anyone, which is why it so often opens up into the thrill of true freedom. And I love that. And in this book, you talk about how performing drag has actually healed things in you. Can you tell us about that? Yes. I mean, it healed a lot in me from, you know, there from kind of um, over seriousness to body shame to, you know, all, all, there was all kinds of healing on so many levels. You know, um, I think there was something about irreverence in that culture that was that was really healing to me and and it might not be so for everyone but for me you know I was a very serious young woman and ironically I feel like I got all of you know I think I say somewhere you know drag led me to a career and purpose and a sense of um all of the things that serious people want and but it was in sort of not rejecting seriousness. I always take my work seriously, but just to stop taking myself so seriously. That's it right. It was a huge healing thing. And then, of course, yeah, seeing being in a culture that, of course, you know, people think drag, okay, is ideali- idealizing certain kinds of feminine beauty. Um, but in the drag culture I came up in, we were like worshiping and celebrating all kinds of feminine beauty, all shapes and sizes, all know everyone so it was really it was really healing it was a really healing place after having been in you know immersed in ballet which is a a pretty stringent set of uh body values right right oh my gosh um yeah I mean and and all I can say is thank goodness for Kevin yes oh shout out to Kevin so what's, I mean, I don't know if you want to like out his last name, but like, I wonder if I know Kevin. Like, oh, he's amazing. Kevin Clark. He's an actor. Okay. Yeah. Right and on. He is a member of, I, I'll give a big plug for Kevin as yeah, an actor. He's a do. member of Shotgun Players who are a wonderful yeah. company based in Berkeley, based in, 
in Ashby Stage uh-huh. in Berkeley, and yeah, he's done a lot of amazing work over the years as an actor and a director and a performer and all kinds of, of work. That's amazing. Yes. Um, so when I saw you for the first time at The Shack, I watched your performance of Poses by Rufus Wainwright, and it moved me to follow you and keep my eye on you. And I wanted to read, so I promised you actors and nobody could make it tonight. We had somebody and everything. So what I like to do with books, I like to have actors come in and do cold readings. It's really entertaining for me. I was so excited. And I'm sorry, but I hope that this makes up for it. Thank okay? you. Okay, so enjoy the words of Phonique with the little project I put together. Aww. If I could just work this thing. Okay. Think of like Sunday in the park with George realness. Like this is what I this is what I thought of when I saw your performance. I'm living for this already. Right. So I'm just organizing. Okay, here it is. Thoughts and prayers. I hope it goes over well. The first song that I did went over well. So let's second one. All I can say, the piece starts in summer, for which I fashion a sun hat, 50 style bathing suit, and beach ball out of the collaged glossy paper. Fall features a rap in russet red tones, and winter poses a little fashion joke, a bikini with a hat and muff. The piece ends in hopeful spring with a gown and boa of flowers made from images tinged with bright. Yellow walls are lined with portraits, and I got my new red fetching leather jacket. All these poses, such beautiful poses, makes any Picking up roses, there's never been such grave a matter as comparing our new brand name, black sunglasses, all these poses, such beautiful poses, makes any boy feel as pretty as princes, the green autumnal parks conducting and City streets are wondrous chorus Singing all these poses Oh, how can you blame me? Life is a game And true love is a trophy And you stand Watch my head about it the seasons I would use the ultimate drag tool not the false eyelash not the wig but the electric fan we climbed amongst these packs of reasons for the smoke the days away into the evenings all these poses of classical torture like a snake in the orchard I did go from wanting to be someone Now I'm drunk and wearing flip-flops on Fifth Avenue Once you've fallen from classical virtue Won't 
had exactly the right weight for what I wanted to convey. The lyrics pondered the surfaces, crevices, and depths of identity. Time marches on over our sadness, dread, and busted dreams, but we keep standing and trying in our tired ways to create beauty. That is an excerpt out of Monique Phonique Jenkinson's book. So pick up a copy on Kindle or Amazon or Google Play. And um, a woman of many talents, Phonique, thank you for being here with us today much for having me and thank you so much for uh giving a little airtime to my words in this book it has been such a labor of love and it is for you all it is for my community and for all the people i love so pick it up faux queen a life in drag where you buy books and i believe they have them at um at fabulosa and the castro they have them at rainbow grocery yes I and they place. have them at uh green arcade i'm going to be doing a wonderful uh, event with green arcade and modern appealing clothing in hayes valley on march 23rd i'm going to be in conversation with tony bravo from the chronicle mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and um yes so i hope i see you all out in the world my book from amble press is faux queen a life in drag thank you carly thank Thank you so much, and we will see you out there. Get that distribution. Thanks for being here. All right, now we are going to cut over to the phone, and we are going to talk with the new Empress of San Francisco, Era Amaya. Hi, Carly. Hi, how are you? I am doing well. Finally caught up with some sleep after a few weeks, and I'm here rolling. So, getting the ring started. <laughs> you just got crowned at coronation. That is correct. And how was that experience for you? To be quite honest, coronation just flew by. Um, 
I remember just getting ready the day, um, few hours before coronation, and then one thing, and you know, I'm already dressed up, walking around at coronation, and then I blinked, and it was crowning time. <gasps> but at this point, it still hasn't, it still hasn't hit me that I am reigning as the empress. It's just that my body just reacts to me as a drag queen as an as an activist for the community right. that you know i have to show up to events and represent my people my community and my culture so wow <laughs> it's, it's all so surreal yeah it's like you're right where you want to and slash need to be right exactly yeah yeah so i wanted to just know like what can you tell us about daytime you versus nighttime you like the empress versus the human <laughs> during the day ah uh, all right. Well, the daytime me is an actually a full-time nurse, so <laughs> I work as an infection preventionist, so I do take care of people, mostly of the vulnerable population and the elder adults in a skilled nursing facility setting, um, and I also take care of every forms of infection that goes to my building, especially COVID. Wow. So that's what I do at daytime. Okay. <laughs> I'm a full-pledged nurse. Great. At nighttime and most weekends, she is a drag queen, an entertainer, and recently the Empress of San Francisco. Yes! So <laughs> And what made you want to be Empress and in the court? What was that heart you bringing Oh, what made you want to be Empress and in, be in the court? So what made me want to be an Empress is actually the organization itself i remember coming into the u.s in 2011 as an undocumented person um you know finding a better future for myself and my family i felt very alone as a gay man in san francisco let alone the gayest city in the whole wild um san francisco um, and in the u.s and then that feeling changed when i met few people uh from the court and they've embraced me and welcomed me as as a normal human being, regardless of my documentation status, regardless of who I am. And they've seen a lot of potential in me. So I felt home being around the members of the Imperial Council. And that gave me hope and that gave me the strength and also the inspiration to be an empress so I could be the voice for people who were like me. Uh, many years ago when I first moved to San Francisco straight from the Philippines. So that greatly inspired me to become the Empress of San Francisco. It's and of all course, about I'm giving continuing back. the legacy of the organization, which is the oldest living LGBT organization in the world. Exactly. And I mean, you're all about giving back and that's why we're so lucky to have you. It's great. And you're representing the Philippines, which is amazing. Um, I'm yeah. so excited to get to know you um more and i'm so grateful that you were able to call in today is there anything coming up for you that you're part of that you want to just give a little plug real quick so currently we are planning to have our investiture um hopefully in april um details are being finalized at this point um but please do follow me on my social media platform um era maya on facebook so era spells as e-h-r-a and also you can follow the Imperial Court uh, Facebook page and website uh, for more details and information for upcoming events and fundraisers, of course. Right. Okay. Awesome. Say the date again. 
So the date is still to be finalized. Still to be um, finalized. Great. We're still in the Amazing. planning process. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. Cool. So um, make sure you let me know, and then I'll plug it on here whenever that happens. Oh, my God. Thank you. Yeah, for sure. Absolutely. <laughs> just sure send that, me a little uh, Facebook message you know and be like, here it is, and I'll just blurt it out in the middle of the hour. So thank you so much for calling in and taking the time to share uh, a little bit of your background with us. And... Yeah. Um, I just wanted to say thank you and, um, I can't wait to see what happens next with you and keep us in the loop, like send us, you know, let us know so that we can, you know, get people to your events and do our part in that. Awesome. Of course. Thank you so much for having me in the show and yeah, I'm excited. This is it. (laughs) Awesome. All right. We're going to listen a little bit to Phonique's music now, and then we will get back to the last caller of the night. So thank you for calling in. All right. Have a great evening. Good night. Lena, how are you? Good, how are you? Wonderful. I'm so happy you were able to call in tonight. Thank you so much for taking the time away from your rehearsal. 
Absolutely. How has it been going? Uh, going really well, you know. Um, I'm sure you know. You don't really know how the show's going to be until you sit down with the piano player and blah, blah, blah. So I'm a lot more um, confident now that the show's going to be entertaining and fun. And we rehearsed last night and then tonight. <clears throat> and that was, yeah, Tom's great. So And uh, math, we had Matthew tonight. And last night we rehearsed with Trixie. Amazing. Mm-hmm. So tell us when the dates are and i'm sure you're probably sold out but still how to get tickets well friday is sold out and i think tomorrow is almost sold out uh, you can go to sfoasis.com to get tickets uh for tomorrow which is thursday the 10th and the show's at 7 p.m and uh yeah i think there's maybe like a handful less of tickets and what's the show called it's called heclina's grand opening right um during during the pandemic, or actually in that weird time last year around uh, June and May when, when COVID was over the first time around, um, I did a soft opening in San Francisco at Bo, uh-huh. and, uh, and knowing that eventually I was going to do something, you know, more, more put together. So uh, this is the culmination of... Um, when everything was canceled in January and February, I, I sat down and wrote this show, and and I'm excited to be doing it at Oasis because things have then come full circle, <laughs> you know. It's such a wonderful <laughs> venue, and you're working it with is. the Tom Shaw Trio, right? No, just Tom Shaw. But There's not enough room on the stage for the trio. <laughs> you are not lying. Um, <laughs> um, okay, but Tom Shaw is amazing, and he's wonderful mm-hmm. to work with, and you're in such good hands, and I'm, I already got my ticket for Friday, so I'm part of the sold-out uh, oh, crowd, yo. Like, I'm, but, like, to hear the stories from you, and, like, I always thought you had a very lovely singing voice, so I, I love that you put singing in quotation marks that made me laugh out loud. Yeah, I just don't, I just don't, I, I think, you know, I'm just not terribly confident with it, but it's definitely, um, you know, I'm getting, I'm getting more confident for sure. It's just not something I've done a whole lot of, you know. Yeah, I'm excited. Um, so I learned recently that you're from Iceland. I had no idea. And I I think that it's, like, really cool and I, and that your name comes from a volcano. Yeah. I just wanted to know, like, what made you decide, like, you wanted to be a drag queen? Like, what was the what was the moment? What was it? Well, it happened very organically in a way. I, I was doing drag when I first – actually, I wasn't doing drag. I, I, was, I was put into drag by my boyfriend's roommate for Halloween and I was one of those guys who just gotten dragged occasionally for Halloween or whatever and then I started in this theater troupe uh, called the Sick and Twisted Players and little by little I started dabbling in drag roles and then I was working at the stud at the time and they asked me if I would be interested in opening a, a club uh, they, had, they had this dead Tuesday night slot so they offered me Tuesday nights, and I I was like, oh yeah, drag. I guess I'll go with drag. I mean, there was a renaissance going on at the moment at the in time of uh, of drag, you know, RuPaul and all that stuff. And so uh, I did it, and it ended up being really successful. And I just kind of was like, I better learn how to do drag now that people are showing up to this club. Uh, thinking I know what I'm doing, you know. Right. So it's not something I could have planned. But then when I did start doing it, it turns out I was really good with organizational stuff and um, 
putting shows together and emceeing and all that stuff. So I just, yeah, I, it was just kismet or fate, I guess you could say. Yeah, your skill set all in one place, and it just mm-hmm. took off. That's amazing. <laughs> I've been following your career for a really long time, and um, oh, wow. I'm like a fan. And I think that you know things I've seen at Tranny Shack or. Um, and uh, other things that you've been involved in golden girls and everything has always just brought me such like joy and provocative thoughts and <laughs> other things. <laughs> um, so other things, other yeah. things. So what um, can you share as like your favorite part of your show without giving anything away? Uh, can we just a note that well, you hit really well just, or something? You know, before the pandemic happened, I was really burnt out on, performing and I was really burnt out on running a nightclub and I was really burnt out on everything, you know, and, uh, the, um, you know, having the whole rug pulled out from under me, it made me appreciate it again. So really I'm just excited to get in front of a live audience again. Yes. Um, which is not something I wanted to do until it was taken away from me, you know, and, uh, and I'm, I'm just really excited about, being up there with Matthew, Trixie, and Tom. It's, I think it's going to be fun. I'm not really nervous. It's just going to be, like, fun. It's so amazing. Um, yeah. And before we sign off, I just have to say, I saw your cameo recently in Shit and Champagne. I watched it for the first time, and, like, there you are in that jail cell being trashy, and I live for it. Uh, thank you. <laughs> made me happy. Yeah. Thank you. Um, a lot of it ended up on the cutting room floor, but <laughs> a lot of it's there. I love. So thank you so much for calling in and taking time out of your night tonight. And I can't wait to see you Friday. And for those of you who want to get lucky and wait, you know, get on a waiting list or see if there's a few tickets left over the next few days, um, Heclina's show is at Oasis. And you don't want to miss it. You don't want to miss the story. No, you don't. Oh. Thank you so much for having me. Yep, and thanks so much for your patience with the phone. <laughs> oh, sure. Yeah, yeah, I was just going to call in and wait, but um yeah. Yeah. All right. All right. Thank have a great so have, have a great run. One, have a great experience. Talk soon. All right. Bye. Bye. And we are back and we are going to take us out today. We have our next guest next week is a wonderful musician and film composer david goad um that's d-a-v-i-d and then g-o-a-d he's going to be our guest next week and this is his original song sunset boulevard i'm carly ozard and thank you for listening and i will see you or you will hear me next wednesday at 9 p.m
Sunrise will be there. 